knows? Four? <laughs> Based on how many I hope we've cut by this point, we're just sitting on four? I like how we recorded actually several and never aired them. I feel bad for those guests. Has it been several? We uh, we recorded At like five three. or six and I, I uh, yeah. That we, is crazy to hear because of how many slipped through. <laughs> how many cut worthy episodes slipped through. Recently, we received an interesting compliment on Twitter, which was someone saying that they had listened to every episode, quote, even the unbearable ones. Yeah, what was that about? I'd like to know what ones those are. I don't want to know. I think... It better not be an Ev's turn. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're just embracing our self-deprecating vibe, and they're deprecating for us. I'm hoping it's because, like, it's like the awkwardness, like, like The Office. Like, there's some episodes of The British Office that are just unbearable yeah we're just like the british office a bunch of good ideas compacted into two tight seasons and one bonus episode we're not we're not stretching it out for the sake of filling time we are the british office of podcasts this is our last episode (laughs) will andy find happiness oh yeah yeah we're still holding on to that premise we gotta bring in i've given up we got to bring in some office-style peripheral characters to really roast you up, Andy. That's the American office. No, we got... Remember uh, Ricky Gervais' guy had um, his, like, bully friend? Remember? Oh, Augie? yeah, yeah. What was his name? Augie? Uh, no, no, Augie's no, like no, not his friend. That's uh, Chris Finch was the, uh, was the bully. Oh, Augie right. was, the, was just a guy that showed up for a second. It was Stephen Merchant. Just oh, for a second, right. and they made yeah. fun of him. Because yeah. I know I've seen The British Office like 30 times. And then I watched, oh, I watched the Netflix Life on the Road. Oh, bad. Oh, Ricky like Gervais is just like last kick at the can is David Brent. And Stephen Merchant obviously was like, I watched some interviews with Stephen Merchant whenever they asked about it. You could see the light go out in his eyes and his smile would stay the same. And he'd just be like, well, you know, he just wants to do uh, this one last time and that's fine. Wow. Like You, could <laughs> you just, just described uh, a haunted doll. <laughs> the lights okay. out in the eye, the smile plastered on. I'm going to... Take what I think is the popular opinion, which is Ricky Gervais really found his voice after extras. <laughs> wasn't a fan of The Office. Wasn't a huge fan of extras. Really got into Derek. Oh, Derek really <laughs> Derek. And mostly I'm a fan of his stand-up and his online personality. I think stand-up's great. You should start stand-up uh, doing... You start doing stand-up to crowds of thousands who already know you and like you. That's really a great way to learn how, you, how funny you are. Here's the right way to do it, though. You know that old book that everyone's such a fan of? Yeah, the Bible. <laughs> well, I think you might find there's some logical inconsistencies in the old gal. Here's four shows about it. It rained frogs. He's like saying <laughs> shit like that. Seriously? Know. Frogs? <laughs> what did the writer just watch Magnolia? <laughs> it's all flipped. Um, Ev, we all know about Ricky Gervais' fam- famous headshot where he's crucified to a mic stand with atheist oh, written yeah. across his chest in That's red cool. paint. This is real. What? Um, you've never seen this? Oh, uh, man, I really let go of Ricky Gervais after. Oh, yeah. well, then you've missed out on a lot of good stuff because that, when I said I was into Derek and the stand up, what I really meant is my fandom started at that photo and then I worked my way back. That's a cool photo. That's got to be the coolest headshot photo. Mm-hmm. Ev, I know your your headshot has a lot of caution tape all over your mouth, things yeah. that you shouldn't be saying. I'm kind of in the... I have uh, caution tape on my mouth and a microphone wrapped around my neck, and I'm hanging myself. Yeah. And I remember... Uh, and you are... And then there's a doctor next to you, uh, <laughs> and you're next to one of those machines that has like a flat line or like your pulse, and you're flatlining. You are... Yeah. And then the doctor has a speech bubble saying, this man is dead. <laughs> I think you've got the wrong idea. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it's cool. It's very... And on the back of the of my headshot... Yeah, I have you, a your headshot does have a double side, yeah. Like a playing card. Yeah. And it's kind of... Uh, it shows me and it's I'm wearing like a baby's diaper and it's so full with... Uh, the things just, one mustn't say. Yes. Things I shouldn't say about... <laughs> Poo-poo You opinions. know, vegans and God. This is obviously just... Oh, you're so, looking at the Ricky Gervais yeah, headshot. Yeah, the, the Ricky Gervais photo is just so he can show off how much weight he's lost. Like, this yeah. is clearly just him showing that, look, I'm, I'm, I'm hot now. Like, it really feels like a David Brent photo. Yeah. Is that okay with you, God? <laughs> that I'm this hot now? <laughs> oh, Ricky. He I don't sh- believe in God. I believe in um, hit high-intensity <laughs> interval training <laughs> workouts. 
He genuinely Pop was. Sugar Fitness was, on YouTube. It's free. He was so influential. Like, I really, really loved The Office too much. Too much. I was like an acolyte of the British office. I love what he became, but I truly believe that anytime a celebrity or show jumps the shark, they start getting good after that. Okay, you've proved that you can jump a shark. Now I'm in. Let's see how wild it can get. Why would I care about anyone before the shark? Like the British (laughs) office did not jump the shark. It was like every episode was great. It was awesome. And then he does does life on the road. And that's why it was canceled after six episodes. It wasn't canceled. Speaking of canceled (laughs) after six episodes, Andy Bush is here. (laughs) Yay. We have to formally introduce ourselves after trucking right into these uh, bits. Frankly, bits and opinions. No one is. This is not the first time anyone's listened to this. This is not going to be the first episode. Imagine it is. Imagine the and imagine it's Ricky Gervais (laughs) and he's so mad. He's got a Google alert set for his name anytime someone says it. Please. (laughs) Um. So if you've never listened to this podcast before, we help my beautiful, gorgeous boy Andy uh, find happiness and career uh, help. Through interviews with guests, one of whom we will introduce momentarily. And as always, we're joined by our podcasting intern, Everardo. That's right. And not only am I a podcasting intern, I am the official spokesperson for Italy, Toronto. Toronto's biggest Italian-themed grocery store. Italy. Italy, which I love that name. It's so fun and It's got everything you want. It's got Italy. It's got what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So I've people who follow me on Twitter know I've been promoting the opening of Italy Toronto since uh, since about 2016. Yeah, since the hundred uh, hundreds of thousands of Ev's Twitter <laughs> followers know this. And uh, so I've been promoting them. I've been standing outside the Manu Life Center in the weeks leading up to it, kind of telling the construction guys to hurry up. Yeah. You are the strangest kind of protester. I've seen your signs. Yeah. It says, let's get on with it. Let's go. Your lunch break's over. And It's all written on signs. And I'm just kind of helping spread the word for Italy, a, a brand I love, and just kind of screaming at people passing by, like, hey, this is going to be Italy. Yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, Italy is Italy, which is a real slogan that they use. This reminds me of like in movies where you see like product placement, like Pepsi, and then you find out after the fact, like, well, they actually, not only did they not get money from Pepsi to do that, they had to ask and yeah. really finagle. <laughs> and they had to fight off a lawsuit. Yeah. It, it, so it's not open yet? Oh, no, it's open. I've been, but there's, I don't know, it's kind of weird because I have been getting the word out and doing all this work for them, but they still make me wait in line and no one's kind of officially recognized my work that I do. Sure. And so that kind of makes me mad, but... Uh, oh, you're getting pissed off. <laughs> I'm getting pissed off, and uh, I'm thinking of switching over to somewhere else. What? Is there like a competitive eat in Italy style res- a restaurant? What is this? What is it? A grocery store it's that you also... Essentially just a, a big grocery store with some restaurants inside. Right. But they're and all Italian good. themed? And it's all Italian. So there's like a pizza, pasta restaurant... There's like a yeah, fish you're restaurant. You're describing an Italian restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also a to-go pizza counter. Okay. So and then pizza. a third counter, you can get a different kind of pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah. So pizza and pasta yeah. and some fish. And groceries. And plus groceries. Yeah. Okay. And well, you what, check when it you out. say you're going to go to a competitor to sort of show them what they're missing, what's a competitive version of this? So is there like um, a foodily? There's near Italy. There is a real restaurant called McGewins. Which is the same thing, but I but like, what, but like Scottish. It's just kind of it, it. That's the problem with it. It has no identity. It's just kind of everything. There's no pun in there. There's no pun, and it's just like yeah. another grocery store with prepared food you can eat. Okay, but it's more expensive, and yeah. I would say worse. You need like a you need a pun based around the the I guess the country. That's what like, I've been saying. I got one. So I've like, been telling McChewins. McChewins is great. I was going to say, ma, if it was Chinese, it would be Chowna. 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 Like Chow Down in China. That's I mean, good. It would be hard to understand either by hearing or looking at it. But in theory, I like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, you would have to have a bracket in there. You'd have to have some kind of like star, get it, China or something. Yeah. You'd have to have chow. That. Chow. Bra- and then dash na. <laughs> Chowna, that's good. Chowna. It's really hard to wrap your head around. <laughs> but if it was sort of in ch- it's Chinese as good kind as of Italy. font, you know? In a Chinese kind like of Like Mandarin-ish? Font. Okay. Are we riding the line here? I don't know. I mean, 
only by you saying it. Nothing. Why? The what content of your words is fine. Okay. But the what your slimy backpedaling. No, I, what do you mean slimy? I'm just, I just want to make sure that this isn't like a, you know, a, what this SNL guy thing, right? That's, Shane Gillis? Yeah, that's all. I'm just so afraid of saying something that's going to be misconstrued. Wait, you think saying... Shauna with with a with a special Chinese font is as bad as saying I don't, don't like Chinese people. I, I have no no. I don't think it's as bad, but I just think it could be like I don't want it to. I just don't want to start down the road where it goes there. Okay, Andy. But well, I don't. It's not. Listen I don't. to all of those SNL producers who are thinking of grabbing Andy, <laughs> scooping him up to play his one character, angry backpedaling man. <laughs> He, he's off limits now because he said that China sounds like Chowna. It doesn't. I'm just saying it would be a good name for a, uh, a food-based restaurant. It would be a good China. name, but that doesn't make it offensive. <laughs> You're okay. You've just come up with something bad. Okay, fine. But not because it's offensive. All right. Just because it's hard to understand. I just threw it out there. I'll, I'll take it back. Okay. okay. <laughs> Corita? <laughs> Do we like that? Vietnamese? Vietnamese, that's good. Vietnamese is really good. We like that's that? a good one. Kind of like Garfield eats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Vietnamese is really good. Speaking of which, someone told me a story where they went into Garfield eats, which, again, to catch anyone up, if you're not familiar, Toronto has a store, like a restaurant called Garfield eats. It's all Garfield theme. They had their own. They have their own app. Where you can go on and order the food, and, the, and but you have to subscribe to the app or something. <laughs> but then the bonus of subscribing is they have all of the episodes of Garfield and Friends, I guess. Oh shit! I, that you can only watch on the app. <laughs> but then, but then some someone went. But anyway, so now they but they have they immediately pivoted to be like we're also on Uber Eats because of course no one was just going to the Garfield <laughs> yeah. Eats app. But then uh, apparently someone went to the store recently and. And they were like look, looking around like, because the only reason anyone gets this food is like as a joke. And then they have yeah. it once and it's terrible and it's so expensive. <laughs> and then they never get it again. But anyways, apparently someone, a friend, I guess, went in and tried to order. And then the clerk was like, oh, uh, while you're looking around, just so you know, I don't know how to make any of this stuff. What? what? So they've officially given up on even being a restaurant. They're just an app with... The episodes. <laughs> the weirdest thing about the Garfield Eats restaurant is their commitment to sustainability and like local or get like good products. It's yeah. like no one expects this or wants this from you. But it's also it's bananas. Have you heard about one of the ways in which they're doing that? Which is that after you eat like your salad, the box turns into a tissue box. Yeah. So. But who has ever bought tissues Loose. to put in? A pre-existing cardboard box. <laughs> I don't even think that's possible. I'll go to Bulk Barn and well, get you'd a have couple to buy a box of tissues for the week. And, uh, you'd have to buy a box of tissues and take it out. And yeah, put it into yeah, you the can't buy one. loose tissues. But then you put your tissues in a box that's like covered in sauce in and sauce cheese. and grease. You also have to wash the cardboard. Yeah, like it, it makes no this sense. This place was created by a madman, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> emboldened by idiots. And uh, and Jim Davis obviously supports this, right? Yeah, but I don't quite. I don't think he quite knows what he's on board with. I think he's just like an old, sad weirdo on a farm. <laughs> yeah, he's who's like happy sure, to be whatever. asked to be involved. And it's only in Toronto, or is this a franchise? No, it did also fail in Dubai as well. Yeah, first. Oh, okay. It's only currently in Toronto, but it has failed in two places <laughs> or one pending. Well, I've not gone there. Maybe I'll check it out. Check it one, out one time and then never come back. It's not open on Mondays. <laughs> is it really not open on Mondays? Probably. That would be a needless quirk that I wouldn't put past them. Without further ado, we're talking today to. I would say this is a bit of a departure. This isn't so much to help Andy. This is just listen. Last episode, we explored some super fans who have texted uh, Everardo. One of whom texted him a naked photo of him <laughs> yeah. lifting a barbell while his little winky was out. Mm -hmm. He had a barrel-chested man. It was a man's winky, I would say. <laughs> yeah, it was the kind of winky you grow into. It was small, but looked right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a not a shower, and we don't know if it was a grower. We don't know. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, he seemed proud, honestly. I the, think like, that's what it is. 
Yeah, you guys, get... it's not the size of your winky. It's how proud you are when you're lifting weights while it's out. Yeah, and looking and... directly into the camera, which is it was so good. It was intimate. a it was an I don't care about the size of this, I, but do you? But yeah. check out the weight I'm pulling. Like he was, those were good. That was like you know that was impressive. That was about seventy pounds. That was yeah. about seventy. Yeah. So good. we got fans of the show on the on the brain, and we're so happy to bring back one of. Uh, someone who's been on the show before and who has proven to be a super fan. You met him during our live episode of JFL 42. He was volunteering at the festival and now he's back a little bit older, a little bit wiser. We'll see. It's Kyle. Hey everyone. I'm just like so happy to be here. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, Boyos, may I say? You can Boyos. say it. Yeah. You may say it. <laughs> Sick. Thanks, uh, thanks honestly for seeing my fan art that I sent and uh, appreciating it. Wait, so, okay. Whoa, so oh, that was whoa. yours. You no, no winky out. I can't get grounded. Um, just a different guy. Absolutely. I just drew like me, just like loving you guys, JFL, me. Oh, know. that was you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like high-fiving like Sean Cullen. Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about mm. the... Uh, okay, so this has nothing to do with the photo. Yeah, this is a different text I got from... Uh, I, I didn't know who it was from, but it was kind of like... Almost like a Last Supper sort of paint drawing. Uh, yeah. JFL 42, Sean Collin was there. Oh, Kyle, all of us uh, on we one were there. side of the table. Yeah. yeah, all of you guys were there. And um, I just, I used my stepdad's cell phone and I just sent it away and I prayed to the gods that it would be answered and here I am. Who was the Jesus figure in the middle of the table during, in this photo, in this yeah. uh, drawing? It was me. Um, okay, and who was the Judas figure whispering <laughs> in your ear? Oh, uh, also me. Oh, shit, okay. okay. That's interesting. Oh, that's deep. That's wild. <laughs> you just took up two of those characters with you, but that's fine. That's... Yeah, I mean, I think within all of us, there's the good, the bad, the ugly. You know what I mean? Oh, I hear that. At Very least wise. one of the three. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But... Uh, so, Kyle, it's so sweet to have you back. Uh, what have you been doing with your life since JFL 42? Honestly, just like so sick like i picked up a like job i've been like babysitting which has like been pretty honestly fulfilling in a way i wasn't expecting um so i've been babysitting just like chilling out at the mall i'm like got a crush right now with this girl west 49 so oh shit oh yeah. that's not a surf store yeah absolutely surf skate she's beautiful does that store still exist <laughs> for sure okay when's the last time you've been at the mall honestly not that long ago but it's Sick. I'm pretty confined to Dufferin Mall these days, so I don't know oh, what's wow. real outside of that. Oh yeah, you mm. got to get out. You got to branch it out. You got to go to those strip malls, those tiny malls, low yeah. ceilings. That's where you're gonna find a West Forty Nine. Yeah, West Forty Nine, Randy River. You don't remember that? I think Randy River still sure, exists. I remember you getting tons of Randy River. Yeah, I would have to get that for you every Christmas. I was big into Randy River. Long sleeve zip ups with dragons down the side. Oh, so cool. Shiny jeans that were wide. Yeah, speaking of like cool. Asian font writing, you had that all over. You yeah, had one yeah. on the back of your shirt that said, uh, bad boy, bad boy snake. I genuinely had one that, that said, surf's up. Oh, yeah. And it was in that kind of font. Yeah. And Sick. Did and you I, surf? No, I don't surf. Bummer. Yeah. And I, I got it for Christmas. My, uh, and I went, wow, neat, surf's up. And then my, my grandmother said, you speak Chinese? Because she thought that that That's was a theme for you this Chinese. episode. Yeah, I know. It's a strong theme. No, there's a lot of Chinese. Well, we're trying to make Andy into the uh, Canadian Shane Gillis. I don't want to do that. He has a an... great Chinese accent. Uh, you gotta whoa, hear it. No, no, Ev, no, no, I don't. Ev, <laughs> I do I've got a great new character for you. What? So Everardo's depressed right now because he keeps coming up with characters that he finds out other comedians in New York are also doing, more or less. <laughs> so he's doing Andrew Nice Clay. But then right. there's a guy in New York doing woke Andrew Dice Clay. Same kind of premise. And then Ev was doing uh, uh, Def Jam Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. But then there's been like another famous Seinfeld impression. So anyway, I have one for you based on what we we're just describing. You ready? Yeah. Bane Gillis. Bane Gillis. Ooh, you do Shane that. Gillis bits in the Bane voice. What's with Chinatown? Or like, <laughs> yeah, that's getting there. Wow. Yeah. Very close. Spooky, close. Very yeah. I don't like the Chinese. <laughs> You guys are pretty good. Wow, risky business. Risky yeah, we're business. Really, we're really riding the line here today. Hey, okay. I as had far one as we too. know, you cannot get canceled from a podcast. <laughs> That's true. You can't do it. I had another one, but it only works in Canada. Do you want to hear it? I can't wait. Bated breath. It's Rain Mermaida. It's Rain Maida of oh, Our Lady yeah. Peace as a Mermaid. Oh, nice. I, I, Does anyone want to take a crack at that, Ev? You want to take a crack at Rain Mermaida? <laughs> okay, yeah. What would something need... It'd probably be something like, and I said, I, I, I am under the sea. <laughs> yeah. He would definitely go like, I, at some point. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I worry about the weather when you're under the sea. <laughs> Not worried about the weather. 
And then at some point, Chantel Kreviatsuk uh, would yell at him. That's a little maybe something that not the public knows, that his wife is Chantel Kreviatsuk. Kreziak. What's her Sound name it again? Out. Sound it out. You I've been here before. You had it right. You <laughs> yeah. fucking psyched yourself out. <laughs> this is another, I don't think either of those people is known outside of Canada. Um, no. But they, are, they were at one time a Canadian power couple that now, even better, has become embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. They made that weird documentary, which I haven't seen, but I've heard is a trip. What, mm. what, is, what is? It's called, I'm trying to break your heart, or I'm going to break your, or I'm breaking your heart, or like uh, career last gasp or some <laughs> yeah. oh. shit, money grab. Uh, but it's just them. I don't know. Is, is it I'd, them? Is it they're just their relationship, just living? Yeah, it's like I think it's the Canadian version of like imagine if Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow made a made a doc about like conscious uncoupling or something. I think it's like a Canadian version of that. Oh, so they're it's oh. them break. They're like let's do no, a no. I think it's it's conscious up. recoupling or some shit like that. Oh. They're going through some issues. They're using some. Uh, some buzzwords. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. You know, in all fairness, he probably just got a new laptop. He noticed that iMovie came with it. He just thought, <laughs> all right, now's my chance. And let's just like see what I create. Been there. Yeah. You've been there. I've been there. I mean, I've made like a million docs already. You've made documentaries, Kyle? Oh, yeah. Just, you know, like in my basement, like just sitting alone, like, you know, just like flipping open the screen going, all right, today's your day. Just what do you want to say and how do you want to say it? What? So what are, what's something you've made a documentary about? All right. Uh, well, the first one, I couldn't find a sock. Pulled out all the laundry. I was grounded because I was chewing gum and I kept spitting it at the dog. And anyways, so <laughs> I was doing some laundry in the basement and okay. my favorite sock, it was just like Jose Bautista like smacking that ball. So it's like he hit <laughs> Wait. the one sock okay. <laughs> when he throws the bat. Yeah, okay. All right. So the one sock had him throwing it and the other sock had the oh, bat. His image is on the socks. Frig yeah. Okay, sorry. I thought you were describing like the way this sock was to you. Yeah, I, I actually. <laughs> They're my favorite it's socks. As cool as that. You know when you like put on an outfit and you're like, I'm unstoppable today. Like, mm-hmm. I look great. I feel great. That's Go- when that's when Andy wears his leather vest with his scars showing on his naked chest underneath, <laughs> and then he's and he shines up his hooves. Yeah, those. And are then f- goes clip clop through the neighborhood. That's my interview suit for jobs. And then you wear your Red Hot Chili Peppers designer crotch sock. <laughs> And your tall, your tallest Babadook hat. Yeah, yeah, for the the one the one that has two stories for the rat. So yeah, and your steampunk goggles. Uh huh. I guess <laughs> sure. Is that? How does it feel to be rich, Andy? What? It's it. You know what? A lot of this is vintage, so I get it. I wow. get it for cheap, secondhand, that kind of thing. I don't Doubt buy the stuff new. I don't. And I don't buy it new. When you do dress up. And you lift your hat, you're the rat who controls you on top of your head, your ratatouille rat, yeah. is also dressed up a little. So, yeah. And well, actually, I think he's dressed up today. Let's have a look at him. Oh, oh. yeah, he looks good. Wow. He's wearing a whole, he's yeah, wearing a you, Canadian do, tuxedo, do, all jean. What like, a little gentleman. Do you like how he pulled off his hat and there was a little tiny little rat that was controlling him? It's Can not I, a rat, actually. It's a man. Yeah. It's a tiny man. Oh, it's Silent Bob. He's it's so a, small. Yeah, it's well, a tiny he's gone man. vegan recently. Silent Bob. Yeah. Really? He had a heart attack. Massive. His words, not mine. Oh, little Silent Bob is shaking his head. Not him. He's still eating meat like crazy. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. so which... oh he's got a little steak up there. <laughs> okay, no. And it's just so beautiful, like the community in which you're like growing on top of your head and on top of those heads. Yeah, I really, really wish they would not be on my head. I really would like to reset me as a human, but that doesn't seem to happen. You want us to pull out the cartridge and blow on you. Yeah, a little bit. And then maybe start from, start fresh because it's getting, uh, there's a lot of gunk uh, that's uh, on me and uh, in me right now. Yeah. And I just want to say, just for the record, we can keep going, but it would be really nice. If we, we reset it at one point, we reset, I was normal. And then some magic fucking spell brought me back uh, to this. I like that we've gotten away from the spells, if I can just say. Right. Really well, nice. Kyle, do you know any spells? Um, absolutely. Um, okay. There's one that's called um, find a penny, and um, you just like you just like wave your wand around. This is a manifestation tool, also, boys. If you want to look this up, this is a real thing on the internet. Okay. And you just think to yourself, today I'm going to see so many pennies. I'm going to see so many pennies, and then I walk around, pick them up. Yeah, that's bullshit, though. That's a real thing. Yeah, I know it's a real thing, but I'm just saying like that is not a oh, thing. Oh, wait, like, that's, that's a just... common... That's like the secret? Is this like a Yeah, new... this manifestation stuff infuriates me. It's all horseshit. You're mad. Yeah. Well, you're mad, so bro. Mad. 
I'm not mad. You're I just, like, mad, bro. You're mad, bro. I'm not. No, you can't. You can't. No. You're too mad. <laughs> you're so mad. I love it. You know that when I'm passionate about something, you're so excited to like fucking bro, take me down. Don't, you're way you too mad. No. We're all sitting. Andy is standing. Andy's yeah. pacing. No. Pacing I, just don't do the bro thing. Andy, you got your you got your tie loose, your top button uncollared. <laughs> you're pacing around like mad money, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm you're gonna, like a I'm going to do a YouTube video on how manifestation is bullshit. Sick. I'm going to begin it with the definition of manifestation. <laughs> manifestation. Yeah. What? <laughs> I was trying to... Yeah, you're trying to do some know. kind of alt-right man thing? What? Uh, I just think it's interesting that it's called manifestation. Uh, wh- why? Uh, it's, a- <laughs> <laughs> it's a great please, question. Please, elaborate. Dad. Great question. <laughs> uh, just interesting. Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so you this this wand thing uh, manifests things. So you can just wave it and say, "I really want a better job," or "I really wish I could find a special someone," and it'll, it, they'll show up that day. Here's here's something interesting. Okay, if you're a single woman looking for love, you might want to do a manifestation for a man infestation. <laughs> Wise words from a wise man. But don't take it too far. We've all we all be careful what you wish for because you're gonna be drowning in them. That's what they don't tell you in the raining men music video. <laughs> that when it sometimes when it rains, you drown. Yeah, and in also, man, it's also crazy. Like raining men is awful. Honestly, it's- I wish that could happen for my mom right now. She's looking for a new dad and for me and a new man for her. And I honestly wish every day. I hope it rains men on her and she has the choice of a bountiful selection. <laughs> I hope that too. May I say one more thing about raining men? Isn't that interesting? Just to put a little Seinfeld spin, we talk about it raining men, but we talk about drowning in pussy. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, okay. That actually is interesting. That's it. Imagine Seinfeld saying that. the feedback on the microphone after he says it, and everyone's just the gasps. Everyone just gasps. The cause and effect are misaligned. The rain is men, but when you drown, it's pussy. <laughs> what happened when the rain hit the ground? Men can have vaginas. It's, the world is ge- gender's a spectrum. Anyway, I'll see you guys later. That's my time. That's my time. Oh, God, I got to get out of here. What did I do? I can't believe I said that. How do you turn off this mic? Mike. Michael. Michael Rafone. Oh, no. He hates Bobcat Goldthwait. He cannot really? stand him. Why? Because Bobcat his... Goldthwait called him out in an interview about having a 17-year-old girlfriend. Yeah, That's I know. That's what it was. <laughs> but but apparently... Did he really have one? Yeah. He picked her up so. from high school. Wild. Oh, yeah, God. he dated a when he was thirty-eight. He dated a seventeen. And I think I've got the temperature of the room and the culture. So let me just say, so we get it out of the way. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. Really cool. the dream. Sweet for her. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not. You ever seen a thirty-eight-year-old man? I yeah, I love it. <laughs> I think they're hot. I think that's the hottest you can be. We were wrong, actually. Why was it? thirty-nine? When he dated her, Yikes. he's thirty nine years 39. old. <laughs> yeah. in, in the past year, he's kissed a girl, had a good year. What do you think they talked had a good about? Year. Do you think they just smooched a bunch, or do you think they really unpacked what was going on with them? Uh, I think Jerry probably agonized to her about how his career was going, and she was very uh, sympathetic. And then yeah. she tried to talk to him about high school, and he was like, "Don't do that. <laughs> do you think? Don't make this to her. <laughs> Don't remind me, please. Do you think she was a fan?" Of Seinfeld? Wait, like he was on teams? Seinfeld, right? Yeah, he was on Seinfeld. Yeah, like Seinfeld. I think he it was, was at the height famous. of his career, basically. Yeah, he 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 took her to like events and stuff, didn't he? What? Didn't, like, yeah, he did was she just... get permission from her parents? Yeah. I, I think her parents <laughs> were probably like, "Oh shit, Seinfeld!" I mean, slip. like, all right. I, I have guess. to be home at nine thirty on the dot. <laughs> what time do you think she had to be home? Whenever? No rules? I don't know. I got to date someone famous. Kyle, you got to get out there. That is I'm you, trying. Have I'm... you dated before, Kyle? Well. In a way, like, I have followed people around, obviously from a safe distance, and whatever they did, I did, but not officially. I haven't locked in anyone, but I'm what ready for love. What do you mean love. when you say that? There's <laughs> this girl named uh, Chrissy, and she's, like, stunning, and she's just got these huge jeans. and jeans. These Huge jeans. Huge jeans. <laughs> that is in style now. I love them. Oh, like ba- like big baggy jean coat What else would that mean? Jeans. 
Um, wow. I, th- I don't know. I thought it was a euphemism. I thought you meant like huge legs inside the huge G. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what I was picturing. Bigger boobs? She's like, got these huge boobs too, if that's what you're talking about. No, I was about. picturing someone with like elephantitis <laughs> legs. I don't know what. Elephantitis legs? I don't know what I was picturing. Did you fall off your bike today? Uh, I don't know. What a weird way to ask <laughs> what I think you're asking. Did you hit your head by falling off your bike? Yeah, what else you can hit when you if fall If you're your asking bike? if I'm stupid, the answer is yes. I'm absolutely <laughs> not asking yes. if you're stupid. I'm asking if you fell today and if you need medical assistance for the answers that you're giving. Wow. This sounds um, like a pickup line gone wrong. <laughs> That's what Chrissy said. Did you fall from heaven? Because you fucking seem like you hit your head and you're saying stupid shit. Get away from me. You're so hot. <laughs> Isn't that how you hit on women? Have you ever hit on... Have you ever tried a pickup line in your life, uh, Kyle? Well... Once I was, uh, my stepdad said I had to put myself out there and get really confident because I was a nice gentleman and I deserve love. Mm. And so I went to the Orange Julius and I said, I'll take a cup of juice and you. Wow. Oh, wow. It did work? To the clerk. Yeah. Was she young, your age, or was she much older? Um, I just, I, uh, I, I I think like at least, like at least 46. Oh, she was much older. I just thought. She's beautiful. She's working hard. She doesn't want to be in the mall. She deserves to feel good. And maybe I find a friend at the end of the day, but... So you did like a reverse Seinfeld sort of. A reverse Seinfeld, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's different though. Those women, they're tough. And they're coming with a lot of baggage. And we can't judge that. No. You're so <laughs> soulful. What did she say when you said that to her? She was like, oh, you sweet little peach. And I was like, I'm a man. And she was like, okay, get out of here. And I was oh, like... Oh yeah, you made it too rude after that. Yeah. You got offended. <laughs> Well, I just, I wanted to be a peer, you know? I didn't, I don't need another mom. I already have one. It's complicated too. She's a complicated woman. But Your mom. Yeah, Trish. Why is it complicated? Just because I think she's full nuts. And if there was a puddle standing in front of her, I might push her into it. Wow. Oh, We're fighting right now. Okay. <laughs> so this woman at Orange Joy's, how old was she? At least 46. And how old's your mom? Hmm? How old's your mom? Oh, um, 42. Okay, okay. Young, beautiful woman. Complicated, though. Yeah, that sounds complicated. Yeah, Yeah, my dad disappeared. Okay. Yeah. Now, in our world, disappeared might mean another thing, literal, spell-wise. Your dad just took off. Yeah, and I've been trying to do some spells to get him back, but it's not happening. Manifesting him. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, we got a hot tub in the backyard, and I keep taking my wand and making sort of a cauldron, hoping that he'll come from the base of the hot tub, but he never does. Does anything come? Dirt. <laughs> dirt. <laughs> you raise dirt through the bottom of your Well, hot tub. listen, there's never a hot tub without a bunch of secrets at the bottom, and that's just the truth of a hot tub. That's true. That's true. Oh, there's, you, have a, you have a lot of deep things that you're saying, Kyle, for a 16-year-old boy. I'm left alone for a long time, Andy. Yeah, oh, okay. I okay. only have time to unpack. And it's interesting because you seem very confident, yeah. for, right. you know, and, and I'm not. I, I, we I would should hit the town. Uh, Pick up sure. some women. Seinfeld them. Seinfeld. Oh I don't, wow! Yeah, I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm ready. No, I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think some, that's a good idea. Yeah, no, I really don't want. Sorry, I misread the tone of the room. Yeah, no, the tone of the room is not for me to pick up seventeen-year-olds. I was looking at what what Seinfeld said. By the way, I have some quotes here. About what? About, about, his about his girlfriend. About his girlfriend. Was she hot, by the way? Is her photo? Can I yeah, she, that she, I can she have is. Later? She's. I mean, Imagine she wasn't seventeen. <laughs> She's like a homely, no, like no, for little a nerd year old, girl. She's, imagine Seinfeld was just like, it's not she's about. Nice. It's I not mean, about that. <laughs> we really connect. I, it's everyone else is like, maybe it's not about that. She's, <laughs> she's really unattractive. I want to say that they have hair. similar facial. The least attractive seventeen-year-old well, I've ever seen. Maybe Jerry's like, okay, we still think he's wrong, but maybe he's not as wrong as we thought. <laughs> He said on this Howard Stern show, I didn't realize she was so young. Yeah, right. This is the only girl I ever went out with who was that young. I wasn't dating her. We just went to a restaurant and that was it. That doesn't seem true. No, Do you know how hard it is to get a woman to go to a restaurant? It's near to impossible. Well, it's not hard if you're Jerry Seinfeld. Well, don't. Okay, she he was attractive, but a... she kind of looks a bit like him. Am I wrong? Is she wearing a backpack? <laughs> <laughs> she definitely looks she, so young. She looks super young. But uh She is wearing a backpack. Is she wearing oh a backpack? Is she? Oh, she's wearing yeah. a backpack. He picked her up from stylish school. backpack. Or maybe it's a full book bag. What time is she going picture? to this restaurant? <laughs> Seven eight? It was just after school. <laughs> get some milkshakes. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have to open up the restaurant early just to like accommodate her schedule? Oh no. What if she had to play volleyball? 
Yeah, what if she I had to he... play volleyball? Does Jerry address that in the interview at all? No, it's just a question. Yeah, I'll, I'll... I know what you're thinking, Howard. What if she has to play volleyball? <laughs> volleyball! He'd show Do up. we need to reference the ball? <laughs> Soccer doesn't. We know there's a ball. <laughs> Call it volley. <laughs> Why are we making such a big deal of it? The volley. <laughs> Who's doing press for volleyballs? <laughs> How many times? I heard Jerry anyway, would pick her up. It's not perfect, but I feel like we're on the right track. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. I mean, bat, there is a basketball and baseball and all those on the balls. So I mean, you just wouldn't call Anyway, I don't know. What is she up to now? What? Uh, oh, she's... Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Actually, there's uh, baseball <laughs> and so- even soccer is called football in parts of the... <laughs> all right! I'm out. See, see, see you later! later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I turned this mic off. Oh, God. The mic's still on. The mic's still on. Get Go. my car. Get my car. Trunk. <laughs> Trunk is the back of a car, but on an elephant, it's at the front. <laughs> Let's make up our minds. Back or front. Back or front. <laughs> Trunk is luggage. <laughs> That's just a different thing. Why do so many people want to lay claim to the word trunk? <laughs> There's more words. There's already so many words. We don't need to double dip. Double dip. <laughs> You want to take a dip? You put on your trunks. It's also a bathing suit. What's the problem with dipping twice? <laughs> I love freeforms, Jerry Seinfeld. I love jazz, Jerry. Yeah, let's get a let's get a stand-up bass going in the background. Jerry can riff out some new ideas. <laughs> Trunk. Uncle. Unk. Unk. Unk is an ugly word. Uncle. You say uncle, which means you want to give up. And so many uncles have (laughs) given up. Maybe that's where it comes from. Maybe. (laughs) Drunk. You never see unk attached to a word that you like. Trunk. Uncle. Drunk. Bunk. Skunk. Skunk. Flunk. Flunk. And when you're doing bad, you're in a funk. Funk music. Well, that's nice. That's nice. See you later. (laughs) If you've been listening to the last few episodes, you know that Everardo was hired for real uh, a little while ago, a couple years ago, to um, do rewrites on an Italian man's sexy dramatic series. He received he received a bunch of scripts. We've been mm-hmm. reading from episode one. Um, all we know about this is We're that still... there's a ton of female characters. They're all they all are described as having perfect bodies. But yeah. one of them well, is, they're models. One of them is they're models. One of them is curvy, and one of them used to have a perfect body, but she's a <laughs> bit older. She's the mama figure, right? And uh, and then there's a doctor who prescribes pasta for yes, that's pretty much for low moods. All we've got for being so too far. skinny. Yeah. The skinny. He doesn't believe in the model world. He thinks it's unhealthy. Yeah. You gotta eat. And Ev was um, supposed to A, uh, fix up the grammar, B, make it less horny, and C, modernize it with cell phones and things. Yeah. So let's go to page uh, 10. Okay. And so where we were, we're now in the script, we're starting to meet the roommates more in depth, get a little of their backstory. So there's a bunch of uh, each. There's like pairings. Uh, so we're last week we learned about Sybil and Lucrezia. This week we're gonna learn about Vivienne and Eilina. There's so many characters. There's so many characters. I think this is like where it maybe starts getting interesting. Okay. Uh, well, let's rock it. It's scene nine. We're in Milan in a residence apartment of Vivienne Eilina Eilina uh, bedroom. It's evening. In the apartment of the residence, there are Vivienne and Eilina, each lying in the bed of the small room. On one side, a glass window that is filtered through the curtains, evening the lights of the city. Okay. Uh, In front of the bed, the door opened to the small living room. In the distance, we can see the kitchen area. Vivienne wearing only a black, sexy, slight body (laughs) and is reading a book. Eilina wearing a tight shorts, top gym, and the sneakers, lying on her stomach, tired from physical activity performed in the gym. <laughs> Vivienne puts the book on the bed. Okay, so I'll be, uh, I'll be Vivienne. I thought you didn't come back home anymore. Eilina quietly turns her head to Vivienne. Unbelievable. Also tonight, I took the wrong tram. I ended up on the other side of the city. Vivienne turns on one side towards Eilina, melancholic. 
Today it's been three months that I haven't heard from Stefano. If I think about how he was a jerk when he told me that he would leave his wife, dot, dot, dot. Elena assumes a sitting position in bed, begins to unfasten her shoes. The men are all the same. French, Italian, Russian. Vivienne turns, looking at the ceiling. Beautiful, intelligent, sensitive, with class. I thought it was all true. Elena continues to undress from sitting on the edge of the bed. And you fell in love. Vivienne does not change position. Of course. Where would I have found another man like that? Elena, naked now, a tiny panties, lies in bed. Naked, a tiny panties. Looks at the ceiling. (laughs) And instead? Vivienne grows angry. Three months ago in Paris, I discovered that here in Milan had a wife and three children. That piece of shit! Three explanation marks followed by dot dot dot. Elena, without moving, trying to regain energy. What a blow. Vivienne sits up and leans against the headboard, curls up her legs to the chest. Yes, like Napoleon in Russia, but I want to go back to Paris head on, and I have to get to the top. Elena remains in the same position. For sure. I don't want to go back to Moscow. I run away, and I arrived in Munich, in Germany, as an illegal, after a week-long trip in a container, because I was sick of having a blue ass. Okay, 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 okay. What? Hey, your, blue... your question is about to be asked by Vivienne. Vivienne? Okay. Oh, sorry, okay. Blue ass? <laughs> All right. At <laughs> least the writer knows that this doesn't, doesn't make Eileen sense. curls up on one side. My family was rich. My father, fighter pilot of war. <laughs> We lived in a big house, and we had special cards for shopping. (laughs) (laughs) When I was a little girl, my dad died in Afghanistan and has been taking away everything. House, money, cards. Vivienne gives a grimace of disgust. Piece of shit. Wait, (laughs) he's mad at her dad for dying in the war? And this does not explain blue ass at all. There's no explanation. Maybe blue ass is coming, but I think Vivienne is saying piece of shit to the system. Okay. Maybe. Oh, okay. Elena yeah, extends her bare legs in a movement of stretching. Serious tone. <laughs> After my mom did the cloakroom attendant in a hotel owned by the state, when I was 15, I started working at the same hotel as a waitress, and the manager pinched my butt. <laughs> <laughs> then with the arrival of freedom... <laughs> then with the arrival of freedom, the boss pinched my butt. <laughs> The boss, the boss does what? <laughs> the boss pinched my butt. <laughs> my butt. <laughs> After the hotel, I went to work in a nightclub, and customers pinched my butt. <laughs> and then they want, and then they want pinch my ass for money. <laughs> for money. For money. That's what, oh, okay. That right. Oh wow, line. that is a line. Okay. Andy, did you write? I this? could have written this. Then Vivienne has another line on the way out of the room, smiling. Would you like a drink? Elena moves to the edge of the bed. Sucks all those pinches. (laughs) (laughs) I'd had enough, so when a friend of mine told me that I could go to her, I run away. An incredible journey. (laughs) That's what the Disney movie An Incredible Journey is about. Three dog, two dogs and a cat who get their butt pinched too much, so they have to travel to their real owners. Finally arrived in Munich. My friend introduced me to a modeling agency, and I quickly worked. Elena gets up, takes a shirt from under the pillow of the bed, follows Vivienne out of the room. Of course. Let's drink something strong and make a toast to our new life. So the scene kind of just oh. gets, we'll just go till they have a drink, which is the end of this page. Okay, yeah, just, it's one, just like one a little bit page. longer. So now we're in. We're still in the living room. It's moments later. <laughs> Or in the living room now. Uh, Vivian moves to the fridge in the kitchenette and from the top of the cool box takes a cold bottle of vodka and shows it to Elena, who sat in a sofa corner looking towards the lights of the city. Viviana, show the bottle to Elena, trying to catch her eye. Look, blue ass, what we drink in your honor. <laughs> Perfect. Just what we need. A healthy vodka from the great Mother Russia. <laughs> Vivian takes two narrow, long glasses, approaches Elena. Great. What about if we order sushi tonight and we'll see a movie? I really don't want to go out and then we should try to think about Mathilde's charisma. Elena takes a glass from the hand of Vivienne, which fills vodka, smiles. 
I'm dead too. I destroyed myself in the gym. Sushi and film, fantastic idea. Anyway, about Matilda's charisma, I'm sure will not come to ring to the doorbell. Wow. Scene. Wow. All right. So we get a little bit more of their backstory. Very sort of cool. a cliffhanger at the end there. And we yes. learned that the blue ass is literally <laughs> bruises. <laughs> Just my bruised bottom from being yeah. pinched too much. It's not easy being a model, I guess. Permanent bruises on the ass, which is supposed <laughs> to play as fun. Yeah. Or funny. So, uh, yeah, I guess if this, if you guys think this is funny still, let us know if we should keep doing this. <laughs> Let's motor to our final bit of the show. As always, it's Everardo's Trivia. Okay, so this is, um, since we've been uh, talking about fans and everything, I thought we'd do a trivia based on um, fan groups, like celebrity like groups. Uh, fan clubs, I guess right. is the word. Stoked. Um, so I'm going to name, I, I'm going to just do a trivia and you'll guess what band is this? I don't know why I don't know how to speak right now. Just go slow and steady. Okay. Wins the race, always. Let me just recalibrate here. So, <laughs> Are you getting flustered? <laughs> getting flustered? I'm getting flustered because this is also the first time I've done this on a Google Doc for some reason. Okay. And I'm also realizing now I don't know how we're going to play this. Okay. Oh, you literally, um, I'm seeing I mean, it. You literally I mean, made a Google, Google Doc, Doc with like options and you press and stuff? Yeah, That's so nice. I guess we'll all answer together. I'm going to present... Uh, right. Some fan clubs, and we'll guess what group that fan club belongs All to. Right. Does that sort of make sense? Of course. Yes. Okay. So, uh, question one: Which American band's fan base is referred to as the Blue Army? The Blue Army is it Blues Traveler, Blue Man Group, Aerosmith, or the Killers? Wow. I say the so Killers. I guess I was going to say the Killers. That's what my gut thought. The Killers. Okay. The Not blue. the Blue Man Group. That couldn't be. Blue Army. Blue Army. Blues Traveler, Blue Man Group, Aerosmith, or The Killers? I don't know. Fan group for Blue Man Group. It's unsettling in a way. Anyway, so I guess we'll go with Blue Man Group for that. Uh, so I, I guess the way this works, maybe we should never do a Google Doc for this again. We'll answer all the questions, and then it will reveal what's what? real. All right. Well, it's only to figure out the uh, trivia component. It's only been 90 episodes. <laughs> All right. So I we answer the would... question, and then we have to wait till the very end there's to only, remember yeah. the question. There's only three questions. There's right? only five questions. Five. five. Well, let's go. No more okay. riffing. International Club Crosby is for fans of which celeb? Bing Crosby, David Crosby, Sidney Crosby, or Stephen Stills? Sidney Crosby. I think it's for dumb fans of Bill Cosby, <laughs> who don't know what his last name actually is. They spelled it wrong. I'm gonna do the last one, whatever that was. Stephen Stills. Yeah. We're all going to forget these. Really? Yeah. That would be weird. Yeah, I know. But Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I know. That's bizarre. Okay. But Crosby's in that, and he's one of the and options, And that's one of the too. options, too. <laughs> no, I don't care. All right. We'll Wait, go Stephen Stills. Crosby just describes the group, but Stills is a guy. I know. I'm just, I'm going, I'm going off the thing that doesn't seem like the right answer. I'm going to throw it in The questions are very like, I'm a stepdad, and I like rock and roll. These aren't really yeah. hitting me as a young, you know, person. Oh, Kyle doesn't like Okay. These. Well, maybe this will... Change your mind. Okay, so for that one, I guess we're going with Stephen Stills. I know that's Wait, wrong. all of us? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess we all have to decide. Oh, yeah, we all have to do I decide. I said it. That's I what said it is. Bill Cosby. That's my final answer. Yeah. Um, okay, well, since Bill Cosby is not on there, I'll just put Stephen Stills. Okay. Yeah. Members of Arnie's Army are dedicated fans of A, Arnold Schwarzenegger, B, Army Hammer, uh, C, Hey Arnold, the cartoon show, or yeah. D, Arnold Palmer. The iced tea? I say Ar the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Arnold so the Army Hammer response is literally a version of the Bill Cosby joke I just made. Yes, but this one is an answer. Arnie, <laughs> Arnie's one. Army. So Army's, Army Hammer's fan group, this answer presupposes, is named after him as the Army part of the answer. But then Arnie <laughs> is just a different name. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love Could it. Be the I'm going with that one. I'm, I'm going, going with that one on behalf of us all. Uh, all right. RB. <laughs> I'm going for the first Ar Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's my. That's right. my thought. Well, we'll, uh, we'll just we'll, have to remember. As a our group, answers. we'll kind of just go with Army. Go Hammer. with Army Hammer. Yep. Okay. Now what, only two more. Qu two more questions. Oh. What's a Rusty? Is it a fan of the mid '90s Toronto band Rusty? Oh, I love that band. A fan of Russell Brand. 
A fan of Neil Young or a fan of Russell Crowe? Rusty's? Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's sad. If there's a group of people loving Russell Crowe comes the Rusty's. <laughs> oh, it makes me sad in a deep way. I feel like I Russell like Crowe made two it. good movies. And that, like, hey, Gladiator and Beautiful Mind. What are you talking Mind. about? Wow. Like, what? His friend is not real? What the hell? He's, we, he's we great in uh, The Loudest Voice. Master and Commander. Yeah. We got... Oh, yeah. Uh, the Loudest Voice was a series. It was great. He plays... I never saw that. Don't that's the it. Fox one. Don't care. All right, fine. Uh, we know he sang well in the Les Mis adaptation. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. yeah, Les Mis. That was good. He played Javert. So sad. Oh. Um, I liked him in the Broadway show, The Counting Crows, <laughs> where he and the lead singer of The Counting Crows uh, count a, a flock of crows that get released <laughs> on stage. They count them all, and they have to count them before the audience evacuates. <laughs> and if they get to the right number, the experts will come in and trap them. But otherwise, yeah. the crows are loose. Well, maybe I spoke too soon. I'm not as familiar with Russell Crowe as I should be. So anyway, I'll just put Russell Crowe, I guess, for Great. that okay. one. Okay. And final question. If you are a fan with a PH, you are into A, Fish, the jam band Fish, uh, B, Phantom of the Opera, C, Phantom Planet, or D, Orphan Black? I'm going to say Fish. They have fan groups. Uh. Big fan group. I feel like the Orphan Black fans are called like clones or something. Like, yeah, hello, would... my little clowns. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I hate it any time a fan group has a special name. Yeah. yeah. Which is why we're happy to announce <laughs> that all of our fans are called pigs. <laughs> if you're a My Gorgeous Son fan, you're called a pig. Okay, pigs. <laughs> write us your. More write us all the reasons you. you love being a pig. <laughs> we'll send you swap in the mail. <laughs> Go to our fan website, pig.com. Okay, we'll, so I am. And then we'll put a trough in the middle of Toronto, fill it with slop, give you the coordinates, and you can race all the other pigs there to drink up the slop. And if we find out you did it, we'll fucking kick you in the ass. <laughs> so we got five out of 25 on this oh. qu- quiz. I guess every question was worth five points. I got one. We'll go over these, I guess. Blue Army, that uh, refers to. Weirdly, Aerosmith's okay. fan group, okay. which is coined by, uh, it's referring to their fans' love of wearing denim. What? That sucks. That's a, that is a sucky reason. That sucks shit. Yeah. Well, I, Aerosmith sucks. We always forget about I, that. I disagree. They're greatest hits. I guarantee you're going to get you're gonna get into it. J-j-jaded. <laughs> and I'm the one that jaded you. Aerosmith's what, good. You don't like Aerosmith? Eat the Rich Pink. is an incredible album. Eat I like the Rich Pink. is so good. Pink's so <laughs> good. Love in an elevator. Love in an elevator. Then Crazy yeah. and then Liv Tyler comes out and Alicia Silverstone at their prime. Mm. Aerosmith is yeah. a bit like uh, Seinfeld. They pick a word for the title and they just kind of break it down through the lyrics. <laughs> Pink! <laughs> My favorite car! When I turn out the light. <laughs> I don't know. Pink when I turn out the light. Uh, okay, let's get more Crazy. of these answers. Crying. Uh, I mean, okay, there's the, actually not a lot of overlap, but I'm trying to push. <laughs> I'm pushing this theory. Club Crosby is uh, Bing Crosby's fan club. Uh, he's honestly, dead. the ICC. Ev, e- e- may I just ask? Mm-hmm. If you're still using Bing Crosby, you're behind the times. <laughs> Google Crosby is the way to go. Google. Crosby is the way to go. Um, okay, so the answer for that, the ICC is for Bing Crosby fans and is apparently the world's oldest active fan club as recognized by Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, no duh. They publish a magazine called Bing three times a year. Wow. So that's, uh, and he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. For what? Yes, I am. For longest fingernails where you wouldn't expect <laughs> fingernails to be. Arnie's Army, believe it or not, that uh, belongs to Arnold Palmer, the golfer. I said that, Ice T. That's oh, true, nice. and apparently his fans call him the King. Nice, which the King. is you were right. taking okay. a sip of that sweet nectar, you would too. Imagine worshiping a golfer. <laughs> yeah, imagine Whoa, how, how love Tiger Woods. He had sex with a million women. That's yeah, true. A million women. I only liked him after that. <laughs> Wasn't so I was sure. Like, wait, about him he's cool. That. Actually, yeah, I he's like cool him now, and he's ripped. Uh, Rusty's are intensely dedicated Neil Young fans. Okay. Because he had one album called Rust Never Sleeps. Oh, Rust Never Sleeps. And and this is the only question we got right, uh, which is thanks to Andy. You're Uh, welcome. Fish uh, fans are called fish, are fans with a PH. Well, that shouldn't have been our official answer. Well, we learned from the quiz 
We learned from the script. And honestly, we didn't expect to, but we learned a little bit about Zen behavior and a good philosophical mindset from you, Kyle. Thank you. It's just a pleasure to share what I know from my heart to yours. Do you have any uh, kernels of wisdom to leave us with as we go on our journeys from this day henceforth? Absolutely. I think if you're listening to this, you might need to hear this. You should really treat yourself like you treat your best friend. Understanding, compassionate, empathetic. Go into the mirror and tell yourself you love yourself. Because if you don't, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? Wow, little wow. RuPaul. I'm, I'm going to try that tonight. I'm going to look in the mirror and do well, why don't you give? You why don't you just say what you like about yourself before yeah. we end? Maybe we all just right give now? ourselves a single mm. compliment. I'd say I like my perfect bone structure. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can't see that I'm being sarcastic. That's nice. But uh, so it also doesn't feel a, that way. You just took a full dump on what I just said. Yeah, you didn't respect Kyle. Well... It's okay. If, if you I hear me crying I, when I leave, it's not because of what, what you did. I guess what I like about myself is my bad boy uh, personality then. You I are love that. a bad boy. That's sick. You are a bad boy. Can I, I say all your face tattoos are looking good, Everardo? <laughs> they're so swollen. Yeah, they're so new. <laughs> they're huh? so fresh and swollen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the... I like all the arrows pointing towards your brain, <laughs> saying healthy, smart, smart, <laughs> yeah. powerful. It's kind of like logic. a reverse uh, Jared Letter Joker. Yeah, it's it's all nice things about you. Yeah. Self confidence things, it seems. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole person. Yeah, not... you've got you've got the vir- you've got like a Virgin Mary religious tattoo on your chest, but she's got a speech bubble saying "Keep it up." <laughs> You're yeah. doing great. So that's the stuff I like about me. That's beautiful. And then I like the arrow pointing down to your dick and then the, the phrase, nothing wrong with it. <laughs> Stop saying that stuff. Yeah. And I don't there's an arrow pointing up at your face that says, eyes up here. And then on, underneath it says, just kidding. And then another arrow pointing down to your dick. So yeah. it's really It's confusing. Yeah. And I like confusing. the big one across your face that says, rubber. And then in brackets, your glue. <laughs> that feels like it's good that'll work yeah that's just so any people thinking about bullying me it's not gonna work because as you can see my face is rubber yeah that's nice mm-hmm. and andy i will say um, yes. when you're gonna speak to yourself in the mirror per kyle's instructions obviously yeah. do not use the haunted mirror that we keep in your room we have like a snow white haunted mirror yeah don't do that one just choose another one no i'm not gonna do that one i don't use that one at all because every time i look at it it tells me i'm gonna die and it tells me the exact fucking day that's right so i'm not doing that <laughs> remember that one time you asked who's the fairest of them all or you were like who's the most handsomest of them all and then the mirror laughed so hard for so long and then said are you do you think it's you <laughs> and then laughed forever and then showed you an eternal endless list of people more handsome <laughs> Really nice. So, do you see what I'm dealing with? Well, I, I have to th- say one nice thing about myself. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. very, it's very difficult because I mean, it's how I feel, and also both of these people reinforce my, my I get insecurities. That. Just so. as much as we expect things from other people, they expect things from us. Yeah, that's nice. That's I, nice. Okay. All right. I, I, yeah. Some of your aphorisms, I just, I, I, they just kind of go through me. I don't quite understand what you're talking about. But, but we get it. But yeah, you guys get it. Okay. All right. It's fine. I don't mean to be insulting or anything like that. I'm just saying that it's difficult for me to like, you know, I feel like, you know, life, you, you can't just get it in one little sound bite or one little thing. You you're wrong. To, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. Like, you ironically, it's so much more complicated. That sentence you just said is a perfect little sound bite of wisdom. Oh, Jesus. I have to go. <laughs> Uh, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> oh, Andy's got to go. Okay, uh, well, we all have to go. So thank you. Um, and just to pull a name out of a hat, we'd love to uh, let you know that if you're interested in comedy, comedy things, Toronto comedians, or people you can find who do that sort of thing, we recommend Stacy McGonagall. Beautiful name, beautiful woman, very thin. <laughs> all of these things are true. Young. So young. <laughs> impossibly young look out jerry seinfeld there's a young woman on the loose <laughs> she's coming for you no curfew she you can find her on instagram at the stacy mcg the stacy mcg mcg like the director yeah, um absolutely and uh and you can also listen to her podcast regular girls yeah. right, which you can find on itunes i assume and anywhere you anywhere find podcasts. you enjoy anywhere you enjoy just you know have a listen you, you might learn something like manifesting kyle you're a fan of stacy mcgonagall's work oh my god she's stunning her hair is so thick like i just love everything about her okay that's it andy any last words uh goodbye everybody i have to go never know any last words see you guys <laughs> this is <laughs> terrific this stuff. Is Kyle, take the last word. Kyle, take the last word. Be kind and rewind. 
That's it. Don't forget your VHS uh, politeness policy at your local video store. Check out Blockbuster. It's still going. We are recording this from the past. Seinfeld, we love you. Come on the show. Goodbye, everyone. See you soon. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hi, I'm Maddox Campbell, host of Break a Wish, the podcast where all your dreams come true, but with terrible, ironic consequences. Each episode, we take a magic wish. Then, my comedian guests and I try to come up with the perfect, balanced cost. We break the wish down from every angle. I think I'd rather, well, would I rather be spit on the piano? <laughs> underwear excluded. I was, I was right. literally about to be like, okay, we haven't talked about underwear. You but haven't talked like about underwear yet. Yeah. Why are your farts visible like a cartoon? I can't answer that That's question. That's the face of yes. <laughs> yeah. Could you use your weather powers to battle the meteorologists? No. Main part of the boot. Yeah. I'm not looking for anything that might surprise ruin my day. Yeah. Surprise ruin your day. If my day. day's gonna be ruined, I want to know about it. For more information, Visit breakawish.ca or thesonarnetwork.com. What would you wish for?